When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Yeah. I'm a creative, so let up? me create. Welcome back to the Podcast with your girl Nikita Monroe Thomas and Reggie Coleman. We just want to say thank you for coming to another episode. It's going to be a great episode. we got a lot of topics to get into, and let's start it off. Well, thank you, Kita. It's good to have you back. Thank you. Thank you. I'm usually by myself, but now that you're here, it makes my job a lot more easier. Yeah, we're family now. You know it. But to start... This episode, we're going to just recap our last episode for our new viewers and for our, uh, well, for our new listeners, sorry about that, and for our new, uh, old listeners, just bear with us. I know you guys listen, but to recap last episode, we talked about the Brooklyn Nets and how if they would win the first game, at least I said, if, if they right. win the first game, I think right. they could win the series, but... Yeah, our minds have been changed. Yeah, they I mean, did. We were reaching, we were reaching. <laughs> You know, at some point, the playoffs get a little boring, so you got to reach. We were reaching. We know the six is probably going to win us in, what, six? Yeah, five? six. Six. So, um, yeah, we were right on the Brooklyn winning the first game part, but yeah, it's, it's just they're not winning the series. No. It at just sounded three, good. At game three, Greg Monroe and what's the other big man name? Boban. They played as best uh, two big men could play replacing an all-star. Like, you can ask for better play. They didn't shoot well from the field, but they rebounded, they defended. You could ask for a better uh, replacement for um, Embiid. And then Ben Simmons, he just played out of his mind. Maybe them comments uh, Jared Dudley, Jared Allen made. Uh, Dudley, Jared Dudley uh, made, got to him. It, How do you I, feel about that, his, his comments? So what did he say? So he said that Ben Simmons is a great player in transition, but he's just Facts. an average player in the half-court offense. Where was he wrong with I want to hear your point of view. No, I'm a, I'm a, All right, so if, if you was a defender in the NBA, you would rather guard Ben Simmons where? In a half court, right? Because you have to guard him below the foul line because he doesn't shoot. I don't want to guard a six, what, six point guard in transition. But the problem with that is, yeah, he doesn't, he's not the best uh, half court player, but he was getting in the paint all day yesterday. So I think in a traditional sense, what Jared Dudley was saying is, they don't run no offense through him when you're in a half court, meaning that's definitely easier to play him. You're playing him behind a foul line. Whoever's guarding him can uh, just float around. So I guess I guess that's what he's saying. I agree with him, but I don't think you say that in a playoff series with a young player like that that just plays so angry already. He already got a chip on his shoulder. He hear it all the time. He don't shoot. He don't shoot. He don't shoot. He really don't care at this point. He'll get that jumper when he feel like his game needs it. His game needs it, but as a player, you got to evolve for that for yourself. Everybody can't tell you that. So, I think his, his, his comments were true, but. Yeah, I agree with you, but what I don't agree with is, like you said, the timing was just off. You don't say that in the playoffs. Yeah, After a boy, game, y'all just lost as now. well. Yeah. Then the next game, he drops 31 with no half-court offense, but everything was in the paint. Everything he still was in the paint. No he jumpers. was cutting, still ain't shooting no jump shots. So. And. On the other hand, I know Dudley doesn't score much, but he has zero points. Like, yeah. he didn't Air score at all. Three. It was bad. Yeah, I think if you're going to say it, you don't even have to back it up because it's like it, he was facts. Yeah, I don't feel, I feel anybody could have said it because it's the truth. He, you would rather guard Ben Simmons in transition. But, Jared, any shot you would have got, you had to make for us to be like, all right, bro. Nah, he, but he after the game, he stood on what he said, and I agree with him. Yeah, I would rather guard Ben Simmons in half court. Anybody would. He's just a dynamic player in transition. He's too big. He's too fast and he's too strong in transition. What are you doing with him? You gonna take a charge? 
And, and I'm, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to look it up to see like head to head how much did Ben Simmons have on Dudley that game because Dudley was Dudley. I don't know. He Dudley played a, a nice amount of minutes. He played probably like 15 minutes. So that's yeah, a good amount. Dudley wasn't, and then I don't think Dudley said it because he's necessarily guarding Ben Simmons. I think he said it as his, as the Nets they would rather guard him in half court because I think he did say it because he was guarding him because that first game Ben Simmons had I think like 10 points, 11 mm-hmm. points. And after that game, he said, well, he sat out the second game, Jared Dudley. So when he sat out the media day that day, he was like, yeah, he said his, he made his comment. Correct. And um, I just think because he thought he shut him down and mm-hmm. Ben Simmons, he couldn't score against him that game for Correct. some reason. So I think that's why he said it. So I think he did say it because he thinks I agree with he you can that. not stop him but contain him, I guess. I agree with you in that in that aspect. But then also, when Ben Simmons has any type of head of steam, he's super hard to guard. But if you got him in a half court, yeah, because you don't have to worry about no jump shot. So it's super. It's not, I wouldn't say. It's easy. Yeah, it's easy to play. You guard somebody that don't shoot. So you could defend how you want. You could be a little bit more aggressive, especially if you have the footwork to match up with the speed. But... He, he had a field day yesterday. But then that, that wasn't also the thing. Um, Joel Embiid and who else was sitting with him? Oh, Ben Simmons, when they, after the, the last game, when oh, the yeah. elbow boy in the face and they started laughing. Everybody want to make a big deal out of that. Ben, uh, Joel should have never even said anything. Yeah. But you know. Because you can't sit up there with your friend in, uh, in a serious moment. That's like me and you sitting down and I'm like, yeah, I apologize for what I. <laughs> Gene, look at me and start laughing. And I was laughing. Like, he should have said nothing. Maybe after the series you could apologize, but you did it on purpose. You didn't apologize at the time, so why yeah. wait till after the game and make it? It seemed like a joke. It seemed like you really, really did it on purpose. But it, I think they blew that out of proportion too. Yeah, so I think I can speak. I can speak for both of us. Uh, Sixers are going to win that series. Oh yeah, we were reaching. We took a long reach on that. Yeah, yeah, but we're we're not the only uh, people in, that's taking reaches. You know. Oh yeah. When we get into other series, you know, Warriors. You know. Warriors. People rock. They reaching. We was reaching on that. Well, we got a. a I'm warrior. definitely reaching. We have on a that. warrior hater sitting here, and it's not me. Who is it? You. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely me. And, I, and the thing about it is, I'm an undercover warrior hater because uh, my boyfriend's a warrior fan. And when I when I say this story, oh no. When I say this story, ladies, you have to do your research first. <laughs> I fell in love with the man, then found out he was a Warriors fan. Now look at me. I hate the Warriors. Like I yes. got a question, real quick. Sorry to cut you off. When did he become a Warriors fan? He always was been it, a Warriors fan. When Monte Ellis was there, yeah, all he, them? Oh, bet. Them, I respect yeah, yeah. him. Respect He's been him. like a real one. Like, I respect him. All them, the Bear Davis. Yeah, he been a Warriors fan. So I'm like, wow, I wish I would have known that before. But he don't even really be watching the games and stuff because he know his team good. And that's what makes me angry. Like, he, he'll watch good. it when they get to the finals, most exactly. likely. Now, but I owe him, like, we did a bet when mm-hmm. he beat the Cavs one of them years. Mm-hmm. And I got to wear a Warriors jersey and a hat and take a picture. I ain't, I'm going to do it because I'm a woman of my word. But. Yeah, I lost a, something, a bet like that when the Eagles lost to the Cowboys. And I lost a bet like that. Shout out to France uh, a couple years ago. <laughs> the Miami, when LeBron was on the Miami Heat, I had to wear something. Cause I, at, one I point, at one point in my life, I was a LeBron hater. But in my defense, it was LeBron fans versus Kobe fans. And that's just a, a, a I don't want to get into that. Yeah, that, that argument will take all year. And it's not even an argument. Because LeBron fans, I know he's better than Kobe. I know that. Like, like I know that. But in my heart, I can't. Like, I can't. I love that. that you said that. And my guy, Ryan, in Maryland. Mm-hmm. Well, now he lives in Philly. But he loves Kobe. And he will stand by Kobe no matter what. And I'm glad you said that. I'm going to send that sound bite to him. <laughs> but I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm saying it is, like, come on. Like, LeBron's talent level. You look at the numbers. You can look at the numbers, and I think Kobe fans, what we what we really love about Kobe is his dog mentality. He's not scared to take shots, but we got to just look at it. Like, LeBron, he's a passer. He made a lot of players better. How many players Kobe made better? Crickets. And I'm not saying make better. Like, LeBron made players all-stars just by being open in the corner, booby. Like, nobody even heard of him. Got a big contract. Got right threes. out the league. Yeah, now he's going. But I'm just saying, like, no no knock on Kobe. But oh, Kobe, Kobe was great. Kobe was a dog. Like, bro, he's I'm going to – Yeah, strictly a scorer. Period. And a defender. I think that's the only thing, like, Kobe and LeBron fans, we can agree on. Like, yeah, Kobe was a scorer. Yeah, and a defender. I don't know what LeBron doing on defense now. LeBron oh, fans, I'm done. not trying to get into that. 
Because my boy was playing defense in like 15, 16 seasons and still. Okay? But I don't want to get into that argument today, right? I don't want to <laughs> So let's get back to the Warriors talk. Um, so last episode, we said, you said, barring injury, what if it was Steph Curry, they right. might not have a shot to win. But yeah. it's not Steph Curry, but it's Boogie Cousins. Yeah. So how do you feel about the chances now with him going down for the it's, The for chances the are still the same. Um, the Warriors will win the finals. Uh, I don't even care who they play. Whoever they play, I think they're going to beat in five. Um, every every round? Yeah, every round. They're playing They're playing really good. Uh, I don't see nobody beating them. I do think the Rockets are playing good. We'll get to Houston in, in a second. But um, back to the Warriors. Um they're just playing good. They're playing good defense. Yeah, they gave up that 31-point lead. I think the first 3-1 lead they gave up. Ha, ha, ha. I love it. I love it. But, yeah, the Warriors, they're just they are just too good. And Boogie Cousins, what I feel bad about for Boogie Cousins is um, his his free agency. Because this is like a rich, not a rich, like a, a college type of thing. I go to this school for one year, and I'm going to go to the NBA. That's kind of what I thought he was doing with the Warriors. I'm going to stay here for one year, show that I'm back and go get my money in the offseason. But now he's coming off of two injuries, one Achilles and one quad injury. He's going to resign with the Warriors. And we can only hope that he comes back healthy and has the season that he wants to have and get the big money that he has. Um, I, I tried to compare it to the Isaiah Thomas, and I wanted to ask you, do you think there's any correlation with Isaiah Thomas and Boogie Cousins type of thing? Because Isaiah Thomas got hurt, got traded from Boston, and then it's just been nothing ever since. You get what I'm saying? Like, he lost a lot of money. Boogie's losing a lot of money with this injury. Like, do you see any correlation with that? Uh, I see some correlation. But I feel like Boogie Boogie is a big man. Isaiah exactly. Thomas is a five nine guard. Exactly. So yeah. okay. That's why it's a bit of a difference mm-hmm. because Boogie is going to play because he's six eleven seven. Correct. Four. You're right. So he's going right. to. You're right. A team is going to pick him up whether it's the Warriors or not. Somebody's going to pick him up. That's he's going to start that's most true. likely. But the but money, that's where it comes in. He's not. Gonna he might have money. to have one of those another year of like one year contract. Yeah. Show what he got, and hopefully not get injured. And his injury has been non-contact injuries, which is, I think, the worst for players because it's, you're not, you're hustling, but it's like you're not rolling, breaking your ankle, landing yeah. on somebody. You're yeah, just it's running. Not a Paul George type of yeah. yeah. And uh, with the Isaiah Thomas, he he's just undersized, and I don't think he's been the same since he, uh, since he's been back. Yeah. Um, I feel like he pressed it too. So left Boston. Um, wasn't healthy, and that, and that's the thing. It comes, yeah. Your undersized five nine guard, the last guard, the that little Nate Robinson, he hasn't even been back in the league. You get what I'm saying? And it was, it just seemed crazy. Like damn, Nate ain't in there. It just you five nine. They ain't really no no team that's looking for no small. Don't, don't get me wrong. I think Isaiah Thomas can still play. Or if he's on the right team, like Denver isn't the team to be on for him yeah. because they already in the. What, but what, what kind of franchise has that time to build their whole offense around a five nine guard? Because that's what Boston ultimately did. They built I, their whole offense around him. I don't think he a team needs to build it around him at at this point because Cause he can't defend. Oh no. So that's what I'm saying. You so you don't build your offense around him, then he's a liability on defense. So what do you do? Tough. That's tough. I agree with what you were saying that he could play, but it's like you have so he'll be guarding. Let's say he'll guard a Russell Westbrook or any type of guard like that. Now they're gonna post him up. So that was like okay. You gotta find like Steph Curry. I think he's an underrated defender. He doesn't defend like he's not a great defender, but he's underrated. He's underrated in the sense. And of what they do is they tries. they he hide tries. him. They put him on the not the worst player because every if you're in the NBA you you good, but the worst they put player him on, on the court. they put him on a so player they, that doesn't score yeah. probably. So say they plan who they plan. That's not a good series to even. Well, let's say. Uh, so Landry Shamit is on. Yeah, yeah. So that's who he's guarding. So he's gonna guard him. But he's guarding him only for three pointers because yeah. the boy can shoot. Yeah. Yeah. So, so okay. So now I have to be up on him for threes. Okay. Or, but then I have who I have in the back. I got. Even teams now though they playing zone like. Yeah, that's true. When he in the game, going that zone, but he right. he won't be able to play as much as he used to because. You're not playing a zone for a whole game no, in the NBA. Not in the NBA. Let's be honest. No. But the issues with rebounding is going to come to effect. Like, bro, we ain't getting no rebounds or the team getting a lot of offensive rebounds because that's what happened in the zone. So, I don't know. The Warriors, um, this is not a good series to uh, dissect their problems because it's just it's easy. KD had 38, 23 shots. Like, it's probably one of the most efficient superstars in the NBA. 
But oh yeah, just, he's been just, that for a couple years. And it's just like I can't believe they was making a big deal out of him and Patrick Beverly. Like Patrick Beverly, that's his job. He wouldn't be in the NBA if he wasn't this. Like it's like the like KD said, David versus Goliath. Like yeah, that's exactly what it is. But KD is just. There's no comparison. He got like what seven, eight inches on. Like, like it's like comical at some point. Like he Patrick said he Beverly has to every time if he wanted. To. Yes, and that's the truth. It is. That's the truth. Like it's no knock on Pat Bev. That's what he has to do. Pat Bev been a dog. His whole story is a dog. Like if you go on YouTube, y'all can look it up. His whole story of getting in the NBA, he a dog. That's what he has to do. But bro, you can't against a superstar. It ain't gonna. It, it ain't gonna work. The talking is funny. That's why KD be laughing. Like, bro, I could shoot over you every time. Yeah. And it'd just be as disheartening as a defender. But Pat because you're trying your hardest. You, yeah, Pat Bev's trying his hardest. And, and all he, the shots he, he looked like he contested. Guys, you heard it here for some Playmaker Podcast. Those are not contested. <laughs> those, those are not are contested. Shots. Those are practice shots when the trainer running out on KD. Like, that's basically what it is, honestly. No knock on Pat Bev, but KD can turn around and shoot, make the shot every time. He just chooses not to because he's a team player now in the world. Warriors going to win five, six, maybe. I don't think I don't Definitely think Clippers five. are going to win another game. Clippers are done. They I don't think it. they'll come within ten in the rest of the game. No, I think it's over. It's over. They came back from that thirty-one. Thirty-one. But I think the the Warriors was just sleep. Like they just fell asleep. They was tired, and then they come back and beat them by almost forty the next game. Like yeah, it, it's over. It's in five. Yeah, and I think they were kind of. Not, I don't want to say sad, but down because Boogie Cousins got hurt yeah, that that's, game. Yeah, that's tough. That's tough because they know what Boogie went through. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you watched Boogie had like a little documentary or something like um, showing his injury and showing the, the rehab and stuff like that. And it's just it, it's just sad because we know the player Boogie is, and it's like man, like it hurts to see a, a superstar player go through these injuries and like you said, non-contact. Like he was just hustling for the ball, like any one of us would have did. Any one of us would have did the same thing in that moment. And he just hurt his quad. Like, it just doesn't make sense. And I really hope that when he he's going to resign with the Warriors or if another team picks him up, that they understand, like, bro, he, he deserves that money. He deserves that money. But it's a business it's at a the business. end of the day. And I'm not knocking no owner, no, no team. It's like, bro, I'm going to just uh, see what you got, wait another year. But you can only hope for the best in prayers out to Boogie Cousins. So, speaking of KD, let's talk about his former team who – they're struggling, which is your team. Your team. I'm gonna say it one more time. Your team. Okay, guys. You guys know this. Reggie, Reggie, you wanna know something about some people in your life, guys? You got a childish friend in your life, you know? Somebody that's just gonna pick at you. Everybody that listen to this know OKC is my team, okay guys? Y'all know this. We going through something. You 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 guys go through something in your life. We going through something. Dame out here shooting from forty. He's shimmying, he's smiling. Anytime an assassin like Dame is smiling. Billy Donovan need to take everybody in the locker room. We just need to have a talk. I don't know what's going on. My boy, Paul George, he hurt. He ain't looking like himself. No excuses, though. Because my boy's going to win tonight. Oh, yeah? We, yeah, we winning tonight. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm going I'm to I'm I'm say the Trailblazers are going to take that 3-0 lead. I don't. I'm, wow. I don't, it be your own co-host <laughs> that betrays you. And then, guys, it be your own co-host that betray you. He said they're going to take a 3-0 lead. And he know that's my team. So Thunder are one game four. But we're going to be down 3-0, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> win, that, win that one, you know. Gentlemen wow. sweep. Then they go, uh, Portland going to go back home. Wow. And get some rest before the next round. Um, I'm not sure who they, who, who they would so play. So they losing tonight. What's the score? <laughs> They score a lot, so I'm gonna say I'm gonna say 120 to 111. Wow, I got 120 to 89. My boys are coming <laughs> in this blowout season. We getting this win tonight. I don't care what nobody say. We winning tonight. 89? Yes, we holding them. We gonna play some defense tonight. It's in my heart. Dame's going spirit. 30 itself. No, we Dame gonna be off tonight. He gotta be, please. <laughs> so what, what do you think they have to do better? Man, their their defense, and when I said this when we when we did the preview of the playoffs, I thought OKC defense would be better. I honestly thought the defense would be better. Um, a lot of Dame shots are uncontested. Um, CJ he just makes tough shots. So if you look at CJ play, they, they're contested. That's just who he is. Um, Enos, I, we spoke about this. He's a super good offensive player. Now he's he's attempting to try to play defense, and and that's all you can ask. It's like. All the things that I thought we would um, benefit from, being like I thought that um, Adams would play better, um, 
didn't know Paul George injury was still lingering like it was. Um, and when and all those come into place, I feel like Russell start pressing and taking bad shots, and it just gets away from us. So um, we have to play defense tonight. We have to come out aggressive. Um, I need some lobs to uh, Adams. I need uh, Paul George taking it to the basket because they can't. Nobody can guard him off the dribble, in my opinion. Um, even though that shoulder is uh, lingering on him, if he goes to the basket, I need I need Adams to get some some touches in the paint. Um, and I need their per, our perimeter defense to play better. I need us to rebound better. Um, and we we just we just need a whole team effort to pull this win out. Even if it's not a blowout, even if it's a close game, we have to win tonight. Um, the job is on the line for. Uh, Got to protect home court. Yeah. And them fans going to be rowdy. They're going to be ready. So, you don't want to go home and go down 3-0. I just – I don't see it, but I know it can happen. Yeah, the, the key for the Thunder, I think, is they just got to come out strong, feed right. off that energy of, that crowd, of the yes. home crowd. Absolutely. And then when they do get up, don't it. step on Portland's neck. Because right. if you let them in a the game and keep it close, then that's when – I'm not saying they nervous, but that's when the jitters come in. That's when you get a little Especially tight. Especially when you're the road team. You're the road team. You force team. things. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. You just want to feed off that energy mm-hmm. and uh, just just get the job done because there's only a, a number amount of games left in the season when it's the playoffs. Like, you, you get four games. You can't lose four games. If you lose four games, it's over. You Correct. get to this point to play your best basketball. Correct. Most teams in the NBA who, like, locks for the playoffs, they, they cruise through. Yeah, and Warriors. they recently of recent they've been saying like regular season is too long. Now they say that, especially the Warriors. Draymond Green he usually says it. Yeah, well a lot of the of course the, the yeah. good teams are going to say yeah. that. Yeah, because you already know you're in. Yeah, like yo, the Warriors probably go into the preseason like just shooting for the, the finals here. Yet yeah, when you're that good and you got to build up motivation, so that's why I respect the Warriors. Yeah, we both agree uh, that we're getting tired of them winning, but we definitely respect what they're oh, doing yeah. because you at this level to stay that consistent. It's crazy, and I feel like the only knock on the Warriors um, is their bench. Maybe the depth—they don't have the same depth that they and, had a couple and, years ago. But that don't—that's okay. And that's—that's that's an overrated point I think that people make is because yeah, their bench is weak. But think about it—they got four All Stars. Correct. So two always in the game. Yes, absolutely. So it's really like—is it a bench? Is it a bench? It's kind of like a cheap <laughs> bench, yeah. Because they really KD gonna be in or Steph gonna be in? Correct. Or Clay or, or, or Clay, Draymond. Or Draymond. Correct. So you got two all stars mm-hmm. mm-hmm. in at all times. Yeah. So is it? Yeah, you're right. I agree with that. And I I made that same point. Like they don't have a bench, but when I looked at it and thought about it, like it's not really a bench because. And then the thing about it is when they put the bench players in, all you're doing is main, getting some rest for your guys. You know? like when they put the Quinn Cook, Quinn Cook, all you got to do is you open for a three, you shoot it. You go to the basket, you pass it. Like his job is easy. And first of all, he has a good story too, guys. If y'all want to go and look into that, Quinn Cook. From Duke, um, but yeah, you just get in the game and you follow the procedures and stuff come in and they, there you go. Yep, it's easy. It's super easy. It's easy. But yeah, like I said, I'm I feel sorry for your Thunder because they will go down 3-0 today. Just want to say it one more time. Wow, like I said I before, guys, it it'd be your own friend slash co-host slash brother because me and Reg go way back. Back 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 back. But it'd be your own co-host. I'm gonna text him. The game's gonna be on, and when the Thunder go up, he's probably not gonna respond because he he gonna talk stuff on the play McPike. I'm gonna wait till the game over. Wow! So you got my boys losing tonight. Going down so if they home. win, don't expect a text back. Okay, okay, I can respect that. Not wrong, that. me. I'm just I don't want to text you back. But you gonna post? But I'm gonna see a post on social media. You gonna see? I read it. <laughs> I'm put my red receipts on. You gonna see? I read it. <laughs> I need my boys to win tonight, Reg. I'm serious. Like, I'm nervous because they can definitely go down 3-0. I want them to win just to keep it competitive. Like, I need when, them to when win both games. When teams go games. down 3-0, that fourth game, like, they're not really – they playing, but they're they not into it. Like, most – the odds of winning a series being down 3-0, I don't think it happened a lot of times. Maybe once or twice. No, not nobody, many. No one ever came back from 3-0. Oh, bet. Nobody ever came back from 3-0. So, yeah. I think it's, it's like I think it's like oh and like two hundred or something like nobody ever came like three zero. I think only two teams in NBA history pushed it to seven games. Um, I'll look that up, guys, and give you the proper stats next episode. But I think it's two people. I think it's two teams that brought took it to seven. But then you done exhausted all your energy to get it to seven. Now you're tired. Now you definitely gonna lose game seven. We got a couple teams that uh, came back from three one, but um. yeah, the Cavs. LeBron's on that team. Yeah. 
But we got some Kobe. You know, Kobe gave up a three one lead to the Phoenix Suns. So yeah, tune into that game tonight, and uh, we'll see the Thunder try to keep it close. But hopefully they win for my girl Kita. But you know, like I said, if she if they winning, don't expect the text back. The thing about it is, y'all. We we're not on camera right now, but the pettiness and the, the look that Reggie giving me is unfortunate that it be your own co-host that has to do you like that. But my boys are gonna win tonight. You heard it here first. One something to eighty nine. They right. only score eighty nine points tonight. So the Thunder, I, I like that. I like that. Definitely. So a guy who came from the Thunder farm system, I would like to call it James Harden. He's been on the tier still. Guys, you know where you heard it first. You heard it on the Playmaker Podcast when I told y'all that James Harden going to play just like he played in the regular season. And I know y'all was doubting. I don't know what the Utah I was doubting. I'm not going to lie. Is they playing Utah, right? Yeah. That's the team they're playing. They're not all on the court, though. I don't know what the Utah Jazz are doing, guys, in my honest opinion, in my whole 28 years of my life. And I played basketball from the age of, like, 7 to now. I ain't never seen nobody play nobody from behind defense. Pause. Um, that is some weirdness that you want very unusual. He averaged 36 in the regular season, but I'm gonna play behind him. Nobody could stop him in front, but I'm gonna play behind Reg. I'm gonna switch it up, Reg. I'm gonna play behind him. And they, the man know, averaged 36 with people playing in front of him. I know they thought it was like a good game plan, like, yo, Probably, this is how yeah, we, oh, yeah, we, about to, we, about to, we about to change the game with this one. Now he getting 36 with 10 assists. Y'all playing behind this man. He's a grown man. Y'all act like y'all at the park or the YMCA. That's something you do at the YMCA. Oh, yeah, boy, killing the YMCA. I'm going to play. No, you don't do this in the playoffs. They came up with that game plan, though. They came up with that. They thought it was going to work. These coaches getting paid a lot of money. I mean, maybe I need to apply because if that's the, I'm going to play James Harden from behind. This man was 36 with people playing in front of him. Wow. That's very interesting. That's very interesting. I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie. I, I'm surprised the Jazz aren't putting up a better fight. Like, these games have been blowouts. And the thing about it is, anytime you think of Utah, you think of a fight. Like Yeah, defense. Yeah, but I don't know what this defense is. And then they need to stop putting, what's the name on him? What's his name? The Rubio? Rubio. No chance. If y'all can see my face, the anger. Because it's disrespectful to put Rubio on, on uh, James Harden. Because it's like, bro, first of all, you just let him go to the basket. And then he gets a layup or he throws a lob to compel. Like, bro, like, what is y'all doing? Y'all ready to go on vacation or something? That's what it seemed like they ready. It's over. Oh, it's over. They just getting swept. They getting swept. The Pistons getting swept. We don't oh, even need to talk about the Pistons. I didn't even know the Pistons was in the playoffs. <laughs> and this is no knock on Detroit. Shout out to Detroit because I know y'all been, I know y'all so happy for y'all team to be in. And I'm, it's unfortunate that this had to be the outcome that y'all going to get swept. But good luck next year because y'all definitely didn't sweat me. Y'all can go ahead and book them vacations to Disneyland with your kids and your family because it's time. In a, in a, in a week or two, y'all can go ahead and book them flights to Disneyland with your kids because it's over. And I'm going to keep this quick about the Pistons, this series, Pistons and Bucks. I don't know if you saw it or the highlights, but Greek Freak is very disrespectful. So first, he, he jumped from the free throw line and dunked it. I don't know if you saw I that. I seen that, yes. Yes, it's very disrespectful. Yep. And then his old teammate called him like a little brother, Thon Maker. He mm-hmm. dunked on him. Like, But he didn't dunk on him in a way that's like, oh, snaps. Like, I'll dap you up. Like, good job, a very Rich. angry dunk. He dunked on him like, bro, I never knew you. Never bumped with you. And you calling me my, your brother meant nothing to me. And you he actually get traded from this team that's about to probably make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. In my opinion. Hey, sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do for you. Oh yeah, yeah. Maybe he wasn't wait probably gonna get no playtime. Wait till next season. He bodied him, dunked on him, flex. The flex always gets me when you get dunked on. When a player flex on you, that always gets me every time. I'm like, oh, I just wanna get you back. Now I gotta go play defense. It's all stupid. Yeah, but Pistons, it was a good season, good fight. No, definitely a good fight. Blake Griffin out for the they say him maybe for the series, so that Oh, he's definitely out for the series. And, that's and like I no thought change. that would make it watchable. I didn't think that would change the outcome though. Yeah, I, I, I only watched the outcome. Some of their games because it's a boring of series. It's a boring series like, because it's who like, are the Pistons I want to watch? Andre Drummond, dude, like he's not an offensive player. No. Just put backs. Who else I'm gonna watch? Dang, I forgot Andre. I'm sorry, Detroit. Detroit Pistons, I'm sorry. It's just, I when I seen y'all was in the playoffs, I was shocked. And then I seen like, dang, y'all had to play the Bucks. Wow. 
<laughs> they was better off letting Miami get in. Yeah, man. Cue the voice to me music. End of the road. Because it's over. <laughs> it is over. All right, Pistons. We're going to catch y'all in uh, Florida. In yeah. A couple, banana maybe boat. a week or two. Yeah. We're going to be on banana boat. It's y'all going to be on TNT. You know, they're going to put y'all. Y'all going fishing early. Yeah, y'all definitely going fishing. <laughs> for real, for real. I'm sorry it had to be that way. But talking about people who not in the playoffs, um, oh. the Lakers and. We we didn't talk about it last week, but it happened like last. It's week. some drama, guys, and I don't know if y'all been keeping up. But let me just get into it because you guys know Kobe fan, not a Laker fan, but I support my Lakers, and I love the Lakers always. But the drama they have, so Magic just steps down ironically, just out of nowhere, like Magic, where you going? Magic, <laughs> April Fools? I think it's April Fools. Magic, Ricky, <laughs> like I was like, Magic, where are you going, sir? You just gonna leave the Lakers like that after you like low key seem like you wanted the job so desperately like I don't know the three these three things I came up with why Magic let me stepped hear. down. Let me hear. Number one, it wasn't fun. It ain't fun. What was he? What was his position? For the Lakers, Lakers yeah. GM? No, not GM. He's the ba- vice pres- uh, president. President of basketball yeah. operations. It wasn't fun. It wasn't fun. I think Magic thought it would be more fun. It's not fun. Uh, it ain't fun losing. It's losing, and then you got to sit into these meetings and go to these, got to scout players. And Magic live a certain life. So I don't, I'm the fun. I think he thought it would be more fun. Uh, number two, it's time consuming. You got to really be at the Laker facility. You got to travel. You got to meet people. I'm, I don't think Magic really understood that. And he part. got he got so many other ventures. Like, yeah, that's fun. I don't think this was fun. He also part owns the Dodgers. Like, Correct. Uh, the uh, LA Sparks. Sparks. Yep. I I believe he still has like those movie theaters in LA. Yeah, I think he does. That ain't the job for him. No. My number bad. Go three. Ahead. Um, I think he came to a realization that he wouldn't get under the big players. Cause they got a room. I don't know if you know it's a rumor, but have you seen? They saying um, what's the name? Might stay with the Pelicans. Oh, AD. They said AD might change his mind. So imagine, like, I got to go. <laughs> I got to go. We not getting Kawhi. <laughs> and we not getting AD. Oh, no. This can't be on my breath. I got to go. I really think he just didn't assess the job. Because Magic, every time we see Magic, he's smiling, laughing. This was a real serious job. The Lakers in turmoil. You know, they've been bad for the last almost, it's almost been a decade they've been bad. They was bad even when Kobe was there. You get what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. They gave Kobe that. They gave Kobe that money. They were still bad. You get what I'm saying? So they've been bad for a really, really long time. And sometimes it just ain't your place. You gotta do what's best for you. So it's unfortunate because I'm like, I know LeBron' biggest reason to go to LA was because of Magic. Well, I think more so his son, Ronnie. Yeah. Um, but then you got Luke. Yes, I think Magic Johnson. I like your reasons, and I agree with them. I also think he left because, like, like they he was saying he can't congratulate players when he went to, which is, I don't think, a good enough reason to leave. No, but I think, I think just it, said that. Just the just way he it. left was funny to me. In the interview, it's like a drop mic. The interview like, was I'm funny. Out. <laughs> like, he... He did this it before the last him. game of the it season. Is I him, like, are you done? He's like, yeah. Like, what? He said... The, some the fans outside or who, wherever he saw the fans at, they asked him like, "So how you think next season gonna go? Like, how do you think we'll do?" This man said, "What did he say?" He said, "Oh, I don't know, but I'm not gonna be here." <laughs> like, what? <laughs> what? That's how. You, and what? That's it was an impromptu meet uh, press conference, so Jeannie Bus didn't even know about it. So he just called an interviews to, to basically quit. So nobody in the organ organization knows. They say he had an interview with LeBron and Mav Carter and all them mm-hmm. the night before. Mm-hmm. He also had a meeting with Jeannie Buss the night before, two nights before. But didn't tell him he was never leaving. mentioned anything. I don't know if you ever seen this video of this man leaving. He quit in Walmart, but he going a loudspeaker like "F y'all, I quit." That's basically what Magic did. Like, all right, y'all, see y'all later. Catch y'all on the flip side. Like, wow, Magic, that's deep. And then Luke right leave. before the last game of the season. Yeah. So you can't wait till that game over and be like, all right, I'm resigning. He he did it right before the game. They need to resign. Bull quit, Reg. He quit. He quit. Resign. Like I tried to make it sound No, better. no, no, Reg. Be, be honest. He quit. He ain't put he ain't type no email. <laughs> nothing. No press release. No press release, nothing. 
You a day before you talk, you just not gonna tell me you wanna quit? Probably we just talk. We just probably shut LeBron in. Like, all right, sister. we good. This is what we're gonna good. do next year. Yep, you put no trade clause, me and you to the end. Nah, I'm out of here. And then the coach, like, me too. <laughs> I'm leaving too. Imagine all right, me. let me let me out of my contract. Like, fire me. I'm good. getting I'm getting off at this. Spot. I got I got something lined up right here, okay. next door, basically next door. Lou got fired three days later. He got a job. It might have been one, one day later, but officially it was probably three. I've been fired from some jobs, guys. I'm not even gonna hold you. I've been fired from some jobs, and I ain't never get hired in another job three days later. The interview process alone, it's kind of like you in a relationship. You break up with somebody, and then you see them all on the gram and stuff. That's some. Dang, that's some privilege. The whole time. That's oh, some privilege. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. That's some type of privilege. Yeah, this I ain't man, get into how it. many games he won with the Lakers? They just get a whole new coaching job. You got a lot of coaches out here. That... You got a lot of them out here. I, I personally think Mark Jackson, Mark Jackson need another shot. Do he even want another shot? He seems real comfortable he... doing the little the NBA. Yeah, he's really good nah, at it, I too. Think, I think he wants a shot. Why? Well, I... like I, th- I think he wanted a, a shot like immediately after, after he, he left got... the Warriors. Yeah, because he, he had them winning. Yes. And then you bring in Steve Kerr and they win, which is fine. But it's, I ain't going to say it's easy, but it's not hard to coach that team. Like, Yeah, but the, that's never the look narrative at, with. Look at Luke Wall. He yeah. took over when Steve Kerr was exactly. uh, sick. Yeah, yeah. How many? He went damn near undefeated. Correct. Won almost 30 something games. You head over here. <laughs> I know the talent not the same, but what happened? Then you get a whole nother job this quick. Uh, I don't respect it. But I hope you do good. They yeah, Sacramento got a good team over there. Good young team. They got a good young team. And uh, you picked one of the best young coaches, in my opinion. I don't think the Lakers was a good fit for him from the beginning. I thought he should have weighed his options more. Oh, you got to find the right person. I ain't even going to call him a coach. The right person to lead LeBron. Like It has to be the right person. That's why they bring in Tyron Lue now. Because I think... They respect each other. But the thing about it is, like you said, the talent, though. You bring Tyron Lue and all you have is LeBron. Somebody I just told you, like, I told you just going to pass the ball to LeBron. What did I tell you before the show? My guy, he's not really my guy, but I follow him on Twitter. He's usually about 95% right. Who coming to the Lakers? Kawhi is going to be on the Lakers. Listen. Remember I said this. What's today's date? April 19th, 2.17 Eastern time. <laughs> you know. Kawhi will be on the Lakers next season. Wow. If y'all know, saw Rich. me, I dropped my mic. I don't know, Rich. That's that's an interesting... Uh, that's interesting. I don't know. Because it's just like... Okay, did they add Kawhi? Then what else? So you got LeBron Kawhi. Who else? We'll figure that out after that. But, you know, <laughs> just get Kawhi in there and then we can figure it out. But, um... That was our NBA talk for the episode. We're going to jump into the WNBA for a brief moment yeah, just to talk, talk about, about Brianna uh, Stewart. And I'm going to let my co-host Key to talk about it because she's more knowledgeable than I I'm am. I'm going to put my WNBA hat on, guys. As you guys know, I'm a big WNBA fan. Um, and Brianna Stewart is one of the best WNBA players in the WNBA. Um, I know you guys heard her name before. Um, she won four national championships at the University of UConn. Uh, three of the national championships, she was the most valuable player. She was the number one pick in 2016 by the Seattle Storm. Two-time All-Star MVP last year. I say all that to say this. She got injured on a tour of Achilles overseas where she uh, plays the majority of the time. If you guys don't know, uh, WNBA players, the season of uh, WNBA is five months. Um, the other months they play overseas where they make majority of their money. Um, she got hurt over there. She's out for the whole season. Um, the problem with that is last year, I read you all those accomplishments, right? Last year, she made 56000 Um, So the issue is they're making a lot of money overseas, and they're, and, they're, and they're, for the love of the game, they're playing in the WBA, in my opinion, because they make a lot of money overseas. Um, to give you another example, Diana Taurasi in 2015, she sat out the whole season because her overseas team told her to, we're going to pay you. We need you to be healthy. We'll pay you the whole season to sit out. Um, now, Maya Moore, I know you guys heard that name before. She played at UConn, two uh, national championships, player of the year, all her accolades. 
she's sitting out for the season for personal reasons to think about what she want to do after the game, after the WBA. So these players are playing in a in a league where they not making that much money, but they're putting their bodies in our, on the line all the time. It's just like, wow, like for all those accomplishments, most valuable player, MVP, she made 56000 last year. And that has nothing to do with her endorsements. I'm talking about with the WBA player, paid her. She got injured. Like, these players, they come from overseas where they make millions of dollars, guys. They legit make millions of dollars. If you follow any WBA player and you watch them, they could show you their, the fan base there. I don't know what it is about overseas, but they love women's basketball. And that's where they make a lot of their money. And it's just unfortunate because now we have a, a superstar that's out of the league, a league that we need all the help we can get. We need all our players um, to play in the WBA because, like I said, it's five months. Um, the WBA doesn't really have a, a, a bracket because we're the WBA starts in May. The NBA season is still going on. Playoffs are still going on. So we're, like, squeezing in. You know what I'm saying? So um, it's just tough because it's like, wow, like, she she was working overseas. And, and, a, lot, and a lot of the reports she was – was not even healthy when she was playing, but that's where they make their money at overseas, and they play in the WBA for the love of the game, guys. So if, if the WBA team is in your area, support. Even if you don't go to the game, buy a ticket or watch it because we need all the support we could get because these superstar players are coming to a realization, like, this league doesn't support me or value me. I'm going to value myself. I'm going to stay overseas or I'm going to sit out the whole season and rest or I'm going to figure out what I want to do with my life after basketball. So um, Brianna Sue had a safe uh, – she had a safe, she had a safe surgery. Uh, so she'll be out for this whole 2019 season. So look for her uh, in the 2020 season uh, with the Seattle Storm. And I spoke about this. I thought the Seattle Storm was going to repeat because how good Brianna Stewart is with Sue Bird. But now that she's out, um, we'll definitely see. So guys, like I said, if the WBA is in your area, support guys. Go to a game. I'm telling you, these women play very, very hard. You got to think they're playing basketball all year round. They're playing overseas where they make the majority of their money, and they could just be done there. They could stop. They could play overseas, get their money, and go home to their family, but they choose to play in the WBA five months, making uh, not even half the money that they make overseas. So, guys, like I said, if the WBA team is in your area, go support, guys. But Brianna Stewart, I wish you the best recovery, and um, it's going to be a tough WBA season. We have a couple superstars not playing. Um, but I'm telling you guys, support, support, support. WBA is in your area. Go to a game. That's all I can say. And just to piggyback on the WNBA, like I said, I'm not as into it as you are, but I got I have my knowledge. And you you tagged me in something on Instagram with Jalen Rose, I think, mm -hmm. said it, where he said Diana Taurasi made 1.1 million, yeah, whatever her season, team. whatever yeah. season it was. Total, uh -huh. I'm talking about basketball. Yep. But guess how much she made in the WNBA? That and mm -hmm. later he said. A hundred thousand. So he, she made a million. Yes. Mm -hmm. Overseas. So yep. it just don't, it just don't equal. Like it don't make sense for them to risk getting injured. Mm -hmm. Like Brianna Stewart, where she got injured, where she played because the WNBA is the dream for women, just like the NBA is the dream for men. But correct. At this point, if you're not gonna pay them what they deserve, mm -hmm. then why even risk playing so long? It's, Whereas you can just play overseas and make more money and still, I'm not saying you're not going to get hurt, but you guys get what I'm saying. Like you play there and then correct, you correct, live correct. your life. Yeah. The, um, like overseas is like their, the love they have for women's basketball. Right? I can't even put it in words. That's why they pay these women so much money. Like they really overseas, Russia, all the places, they really love women's basketball. They respect women's basketball. They embrace women's basketball. And this is not to say, oh, they should get paid the NBA. No, that's not what I'm saying is. But what I'm saying is for you to be a counterpart of a league that has so much money, like the, the let I think a bench player in the NBA is making over eight hundred thousand. Someone that doesn't play at all. You get what I'm saying? So I'm not saying that they need to make that much money because the NBA has been around over a hundred years and WBA going into their twenty plus season. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying it has to be some type of correlation, the NBA can maybe in the WBA can maybe try to do something because these women are playing overseas, then they come into the WBA and they find commercial fights. Yeah, that's why to wild. go to their games. That's why they going they find commercial like their their college women's college programs are flying <laughs> like better than the WBA and, that, and I, I'm laughing because it's just it's shocking. Um, but I just hope that at some point it could just be. 
they just have a sponsorship with AT&T, so maybe that can be a bridge um, with the WNBA, but it's definitely tough. Losing players through injury or losing players because they want to do other aspirations and don't want to play in the WNBA is scary because if Maya Moore, one of the best players in the WNBA, just said, I just want to sit out to figure out what I want to do with my life. Maya Moore, Tarasi, like... Tarasi sat out a whole season. She's the she's the she's one of the best players. A lot of people say she the GOAT. Mm-hmm. And she sat out the whole season because her, her Russian team say, we'll pay you. We want you to be as healthy as possible. And, the, and I think these overseas teams will eventually, that will be continued. She won't be the last uh, WNBA player to do that. You telling me you're going to pay me to sit out? Bet. Bet. I'll do it. But Brianna Stewart, uh, quick recovery, and we'll definitely see you in the 2020 season. Like I said, guys, if the WNBA team is near you in your area, go support. We need all the support we can get. So every episode, at the end of every episode, we like to just give our listeners a little motivation, inspiration, just something that they can think about if they're having a bad day, something to get them through their day or their Correct. week. So that's the segment we are on now. So Kita, it's on to you. So guys, I just want to tell you, do your best, okay? So I know it's been a lot going on. Uh, you work a nine to five, you may have kids, family, significant others, all that, but do your best. Do your best to make somebody smile or make somebody day. Um, don't let you be so consumed with social media and stuff like that. Go outside and just embody the, the atmosphere. Don't don't just be so on your phone or I'm telling you, this life is just going to pass you by and you're going to look up and you're like, man, I didn't do X, Y, Z. Travel, go on a vacation, live your life, guys, because... Like me and Reg talked about before, Nipsey lost his life at 33. Your life is 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 quick. It goes by. Me and Reg went to high school together. And now we about to be in our we about to be 30 years old. So that went fast. I could I didn't, didn't think I would be out of high school like 10. Like what? Chill. Slow down. Slow down. Chill. My fault. My fault. My fault. My fault. My fault. <laughs> but like I said, guys, live your life. Guys, live your life. Be happy. Smile. Go outside. Travel. Just go in your car. Take a ride and just listen to some music and just be happy because. I know we're all going through stuff. That's that's a given. Bills, student loans, i tell you guys. I, they just called me. And um, if you guys want to send some money, sorry, I'm just kidding. But, uh, <laughs> guys, just be happy um, that you woke up this morning. Be happy that you have a job to go to. Be happy that you have friends, that you have a family, guys. Just embrace life, guys, because it goes by so fast. So while you're listening, go book you a vacation. Go book you a spa. Go book you some time with your significant other, your mom, your dad. Like I said before, life is so short. Live for you. Do what makes you happy. Don't let other people's opinions dictate what you do. That's the best thing I could tell you guys today. And my message for you guys is just be aware of who you have around you, who who's in your circle. Mm. Um, because if you have the wrong that people hit me in your heart, cir- <laughs> damn, Rich. God. If you have the wrong circle, they're 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 always going to sway you the wrong way. They tr- they're going to try to sell your dream short you mm-hmm. might tell them something that you want to do and they may not, they may be like oh no nah, that's not going to work or mm-hmm. or nobody's going to support that yeah. so if if you have those people in your circle they're not really your friends they're just trying to keep you on their level they don't want you they don't want to see you be great they don't want to see you exceed mm-hmm. in anything that you yep. do so find just my message is just try, try to find people if you don't already have them in a circle that uh People who want to see you succeed, who want to help you and motivate you, and you don't want to be, honestly, you shouldn't want to be or should be the best person within your circle. You want to have somebody in your circle who you can look up to, ask for advice. Correct. Um, Because if you're that best person, which is nothing wrong with you being the best person in the circle, but if if you aren't, then find those people who are and just build with them. Correct. If your circle is not uplifting you, then maybe that's not the circle for you. If you can't tell somebody in your circle or your group of friends a dream or aspiration you have and they're shooting it down, that's not it. They could, it's nothing wrong with constructive criticism. That's not what Reggie's saying. Reggie's saying is if you tell somebody, bro, I want to start a clothing line. Well, nah, nah, don't start a clothing line. It's corny. Well, now you got your answer because you ain't never say nothing about corny. I said I want to start a clothing line. Would you support me or not? Period. Right. But like Reg said, you got you to gotta weed people out of your circle. It's 2019. If people that was negative in 2018, you still bring it along with you, you done made the wrong decision, period. Because if they're not uplifting you and, and motivating you and telling you to do something that you told them you was going to do, I'm the type of friend, you tell me you're going to do something, 
you know, messed up. Cause now I'm on your head. Cause now I gotta, I gotta motivate you because I and feel like sure that's my do duty. That's my duty as a friend. I done told so many people I want to start a podcast. My boyfriend was the one that said, "Do it, do it." You've been talking about it, do it. I'm like, all right, bet. You know, you gotta have somebody to talk to you a certain way. That's not just gonna sugarcoat it. You get what I'm saying? So, I agree with you, Reg. That hit me. I'm like, ooh, gotta reevaluate your circle, Reg. And I like that. Long as it hit one person, I did my job. Period. But also to piggyback, just real quick, I saw a post on Instagram. Somebody reposted it, and it said like supporting your friends' businesses, and it basically you don't have to spend any money to <clears throat> support them. Repost, no, that's share, that's true. Like, comment. That's true. I feel like now that I'm on the podcast with you and we building a brand together, that's probably one of the hardest things I realized. Like I don't post the pictures. Um, regularly you know how you do on instagram but when you supporting your business and you supporting yourself you really think like wow like it's really different it's different to really promote yourself and push yourself and put yourself at the forefront so um like reggie said you got to do what you got to do and you got to make sure the people around you are supporting you um and like Reggie said it doesn't always be about money but if you're going out buying 160 sneakers and your friend got a, a, a clothing company or something like that come on come on support them Buy a shirt, buy a book, buy something. You get what I'm saying? And don't ask for a discount, all right? Yeah, and <laughs> to go along with that, if you're spending that 160, uh, support support the Playmaker podcast because we about to drop some shirts. Yeah, I man. just I just dropped that news on Kita, but we about to drop some okay. shirts. Okay, and I'm gonna be and, and they're not me, gonna be 160. Okay, but when you see me in the hood with the shirts out the trunk, don't don't be surprised. We grinding out here, and we trying to bring you the best quality content and support us. But in all seriousness, we, we thank you guys. Our new listeners, thank you for tuning in. Our our regular listeners, yeah, our family. playmakers. We appreciate you. We, we all playmakers out here. We just... Y'all been uh, listening to it. We're a playmaker in our different areas, in our different spaces of life. So Correct. So just continue to make plays within your community, within your friends, your circle. Yep. Just, just make plays and make a difference in just one person's life. Because if Correct. you can change one person's life, that can go a long way. Sure so, can. Thank you, Kita, again. I appreciate you, bro. You already know what it is. is Warriors play. will. Ah, nah. No, no, no. Nah. Thunder nah, gonna nah. win tonight. <laughs> no, Thunder will. No, they gonna lose. One twenty, one eleven. Remember, I said that April nineteenth. That will happen. This is the Playmaker Podcast. We thank you guys for tuning in. You can you can find us on all social media. All outlets, of them. Instagram, Twitter, uh, iHeartRadio, Google Play, all that. Google Play. You know you wherever you. Phone in, man, go wherever, download it right now. Wherever you can listen. This is the Playmaker Podcast. I'm Reggie Coleman. Nikita Monroe Thomas. And we out. See y'all next week. Peace.